0: I'm Michael Moore, and this is Rumble. De donde son ustedes? Y tú? Guatemala. No llores. Vas a llegar con. Mira, ella te va a explicar y te va a ayudar. ¿Cierto, con va a pasar con su consulado? El papá. Ella. Ay, con mi tía por lo menos para que después llegue mami la de bueno, no, bueno. no, no, ella 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 llama a tu tía si tú tienes número y habla con tu tía ah pues ahorita ella te ayuda para no. que hable, que la mamá no, papá, papá Bye. Cuando sacan la comida ¿verdad? Ay, sí. no, papá Ay, no, papá ¡Elo, no, papá! Me voy a llamar a mi tía para que no puede me venga a recoger. Cuando agarre la comida, yo voy a venir para que le... ¡Elo, no, papá! Tengo el número sí. yo de memoria, 34... ¡Elo, 30. no, papá! ¿Dónde quedó su, 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 sí, su mamá? ¿Dónde... ¿Dónde se quedaron sus papás, su mamá? ¡Esta ¿Viene con papá usted? Ay. ¿Y usted viene con mamá? y come mamá I'm getting up from my mother. I'm getting up my mother. I'm getting up my I'm my I'm my I'm Sick of all of this hanging around, sick of sorrow, sick of the pain, sick of hearing again and again that there's gonna be. Peace on earth. Catholics, we don't have a lot of holidays, but we've got St. Patrick's Day. And we've got you too. That's who you were just listening to. Peace on earth. So here we are on Rumble here on St. Patrick's Day. I began with one minute and 41 seconds of Catholic children crying for their parents. You may remember the audio recording from June of 2018, where the Trump administration was in the process of snatching children from their parents' arms at the border, taking them away, sending their parents back across the border, but keeping the children, and then sending the children. Far flung places all across this country, thousands of babies and children sent to various care facilities, foster homes, prisons. I mean, just it's just you remember this. This is, it, but it's not in the past because before Trump left, they basically still had 600 children in this country who had not seen their parents. In almost three years, the Trump administration admitted that they didn't know where to find the parents because they were sent back to various Latin American countries. The Trump administration also could not even say exactly how many children they were holding still three years later in this country or where they all were. So if they wanted to find the parents and make a match, match them back up, Get them back, get the parents back, get the kid to wherever in in Central America couldn't couldn't happen. As soon as Biden became president, he made this a priority to find the parents, or help the parents find the children. And in fifty some days, they were able to make a match with about a hundred of these children, with their parents and locating them. But that still meant that there were over 500 children, babies, toddlers still here in this country. Nobody can still give all the names. They don't know all the names. They don't know where they're all at. And they didn't give a shit. The people who ran this country for the last four years. So you have all these Catholic children. I did, a, I did an episode back in October. Episode one thirty, called "Trump Hates Catholics," talking about not just this, but what you know the shithole. What he what he referred to as the shithole countries, and it just kind of struck me one day back when he first said that these are all, these are all really these are all Catholic countries: Mexico, Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador. That's in Central America. Then Haiti was another one of his shithole countries. That's a Catholic country, but. The, the french influence cuba was still is in many ways but this past weekend at the end of last week where they started talking about how more and more what they called well a variety of names migrants illegal migrants illegal aliens unaccompanied migrants unaccompanied children and The Republicans and the media were really working very hard trying to make this a problem that Biden had caused. And in fact, yesterday, a group of congressmen went down to the border. They want to highlight the fact that that Biden has somehow told all of Central America, welcome, just come on in. And they've got a name for it now, the Biden border problem. And I, I just saw George Stephanopoulos grilling biden about why does all of central america think that he's told them to come on up wow oh we're so cruel a nation of immigrants we are a nation of immigrants my friends and the ones whose people weren't here because they were immigrants they were here because their ancestors were slaves or they were the first people the native people that were here that's that's the mix of this country and for the life of me, I just I don't like any of these terms. They're so dehumanizing. Illegals, uh, migrants, unaccompanied children. I want all those re- words re- replaced with the word Catholic or Catholics from now on. That's what they are, that's who they are. That's their humanity, that's their beliefs, that's their upbringing. The vast majority of people who live in those countries Uh, that I mentioned in Central America, are Catholics. They're baptized Catholics. Why doesn't the media use that word? It'd really mess things up, wouldn't it? Unaccompanied Catholics. 4,200 Catholic children at the border. 500 Catholic children who were snatched by Trump's border patrol. Still separated from their parents, still don't know where their parents are, hundreds of Catholic children. I want to know why the press doesn't use that word It's true I know i I bring these ideas up it's it's I remember after nine eleven saying why you know they were in such a focus on Muslims and bin Laden and the even the Muslims and the, they were the danger and all that, and, I'm, and I asked at the time why? Why are you focusing on the religion? See, they don't say the religion now with Catholics because it would make them it would humanize the whole thing. Thousands of Catholics stranded at the border. Thousands of Catholics starving at the border. Thousands of Catholic children being held in detention facilities. Illegal Catholics have entered the country. <laughs> They're never going to say that, are they? But with Bin Laden, they were all over the Muslim thing. Muslims here to kill us. And I just asked a simple question at the time. I forgot what show I was on. I said, "Why do you keep referring to him as a Muslim? I mean, I know it's true, but what? I mean, I said, what's the point of that? Because isn't really a better description? Multi-millionaire Osama Bin Laden kills three thousand people." You know, wouldn't that have been a? There's nothing. Did I say no? Nothing wrong with that statement, is there? No, factually correct. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Multimillionaire attacks World Trade Center in Pentagon. Well, we don't want to say that because we. Why? Let I me mean, come on. We might don't make this a class thing. And plus, you know, our mil- our multimillionaires. You know, we've got to protect them. We don't. We don't want people thinking that multimillionaire. Why would? Why would a multimillionaire want to kill so many thousands of people? Why would a multimillionaire? attack the United States. I just kept saying it at the time. I just kept, whenever there was a reference to to bin Laden, anytime somebody wanted to say he was a Muslim, I said, you mean he's a multimillionaire? Osama bin Laden killed all these people. Because isn't isn't that really what multimillionaires do? Historically, these are Catholic children. This is our Catholic Catholic holiday, Holy Day, St. Patrick's Day. And so I guess I guess I'd like to say to the Catholic Church right now, today, tonight, where the fuck are you? Thousands of Catholic children. They've they're they're back to putting them in these detention centers because they don't have anything. I mean, Biden, you know, hasn't hasn't even been president two months, so they haven't been able to put it together yet. So they're using the old Trump facilities. And you could tell he was talking about it there on TV here, today. Does not feel good about this, and he's going to have to fix this. And the Republicans are trying to make some sort of hay out of out of um, he's Biden is a threat to our country because Biden has what sent the secret coded message out to his fellow Catholics in Central America. Come on up, right? Man, my friends, we have to fix this problem. It's fixable. And, and to many of you, not those of you who are descendants of slaves or the native peoples of this land, but everybody else, man, you, me, we got here because our people, grandparents, great-grandparents, great-great-great-grandparents, they got here by hook or crook. They figured it out. They came in in whatever way they could, with whatever or little money they had. They changed their name or had their name changed for them. And they did whatever they had to do once they got here to survive because there was no safety net. There was a report today that, that many, many of these 4,200 children now that have come across the border in, uh, re- in recent days or weeks they said that many of them have relatives here they know where their relatives are in the united states the ones that are here and the ones that are here legally why not just let the relatives let them go let them go to their aunts or their uncles or their cousins or whatever let's make this happen yes i understand you know we don't want chaos we don't want people coming up and then finding that they're stuck there in Tijuana or wherever and then they're in those tents and life is miserable I mean it's 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 pointed out to Biden why they've got to we've got to get on the fast track with us just like we have to do with so many other problems we can't wait why are we discussing the 60 vote majority that we need to get anything passed in the Senate you know, this this is the week. Right now, you know, Biden and Harris they've been traveling the country this week to let people know everything that's in this bill that got passed, this bill that had the support of 76% of the American people. Especially the child tax credit. This is this is again one of the great things about Biden and where his heart and where his values are. That this very this very thing, this $3600 uh Per child tax credit on an average. It's it's um, um so much for those it's an exact you know number for babies up to I think like six years old and then six to seventeen years old. But it's it's such a good and decent amount of money that the government is going to make sure parents get parents of children get this money. And The media today and yesterday, they're all focused on how are we going to pay for all. Oh, my God, you know, he's going to raise taxes. And they always say that term, raise taxes. The Republicans are all on a Biden's going to raise taxes. They never finish the sentence because if they finish the sentence, the majority of the American people would completely agree with the complete sentence, which is Biden is going to raise taxes on the rich, on the rich. He's made this clear when he was campaigning. They've been talking about it. That it I think they've even said to, if you make under four hundred thousand dollars a year, your taxes will stay the same. Like you know, he's really worried about those people that are making the three hundred thousand. Know, no, no, no we are making three hundred thousand. No, 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 no tax hike for you. You have to make over four hundred thousand for the upcoming tax hike. That now the press and the Republicans are trying to get them to get nervous about this because you can't say tax hike in the United States of America. But he said it. They're saying it. They're going to do it, rich people. The taxes are going up. Because we got a lot of things to pay for. Not just making sure that our children are okay. Not just making sure that we have an immigration policy that is decent and humane and based on love. Christians. Catholics. You know, when talking about this uh, child tax credit and, and the other uh, resources of money that's being given to American people in need, um, you've probably heard many people say that this is going to reduce child poverty. It's going to cut it in half. the The American Rescue Act here is going to cut child poverty in half. And when you hear that, oh my God, it sounds great, doesn't it? But just step back from that statement a couple feet. Think about it. We're cutting child poverty in half. woo Yeah! No. No. That, what you're saying is you're going to leave half of the children in poverty. No, Mike, that don't. No, but yeah, but you know, to, you know, baby steps here. You gotta just hey, if we can get it cut in half, that's that's a good thing. No, I mean yes, for the fifty percent who are taken out of poverty, but we're the United States of America. You can't leave half the kids in poverty, and think that that's a great day. No, you gotta take it. You gotta take it. You know, step at a time. Really. Do you think Abraham Lincoln would have uttered this statement? Hey, I freed half the slaves. How weird would that sound? I don't know why everybody's upset. Half the slaves are free now. Well, then that means the other half aren't. That's not a victory. You got to free all the slaves. That's what the Emancipation Proclamation did. It freed all the slaves, or at least on paper it said it. He it's a it happened in I think eighteen sixty three. There's just a couple more years left of the Civil War. The war is won. The thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth amendments, of the Constitution, are passed, and you know the whole story after this. I mean, yes, legally, slavery ends for all sla- all slavery is constitutionally prohibited. There was no amendment that said, as a compromise with the South, half the slaves will be free and then they can keep the other half. What if the suffragettes, they got they, they finally got women to vote, but they had to explain, well, not entirely, but half the women can now vote. Half the women. We've cut the non-voting population of women in half. Just like we are cutting the children in poverty in half. Nobody would have gone woohoo if they had to announce that Okay, uh, women of America, half of you are going to get to vote. Oh, the other half of you? We'll get there. You know, baby steps. Moderation, folks, moderation. You know, we had to get past what we could get past. Mm. Half of anything when it comes to things like this is the same as all. All. That is nothing. All is nothing. If half the slave population still existed, then that means we're a slave nation. If half the women couldn't vote, that means women don't have the vote. If our public school laws that guarantee a public education to every child, all of a sudden we said, we just don't have the money for this anymore, but we will definitely put half the kids through public education. Nobody would even say that. And nobody would think that that was a victory. Why do we think that it's a victory when we're able to say half of child poverty is ending right now thanks to the new law that has been passed? No, no. In fact, I'm glad they've said it because in a way it's a reminder to us how how sick this is in this country that so many millions of children live in poverty. So many millions go hungry every day, in the richest country on earth. To say that the richest country on earth can only pull half of its children out of poverty is an admission of our guilt, of our sickness, of our belief that the rich shall be protected, their taxes will be cut. No, my friends. No more celebrating this. Half of children are no longer going to live in poverty. Not good enough. And it's not a step in the right direction. It's the wrong thing to do. I want all children out of poverty. We have the money to do it. We have the bureaucracy to make it happen. This is not something we don't have to invent. Something we don't have to come up with a new vaccine. We don't have to land a man on Jupiter. We just have to pull all children out of poverty right now fuck the republicans stop listening to them they have nothing to do with what the majority of this country wants the people have spoken the electoral college vote was 306 to 232 over 7 million more americans voted for joe biden over donald trump we are the majority we are the majority Why are we still even listening to people who voted on the night of the terrorist attack on the Capitol, Trump supporting terrorists, and hours later, the Republicans go in there and vote, 147 of them, to not count the votes of the people of Arizona and Georgia, trying to turn the election so that Trump would be declared president. It was an act of sedition and treason. And the fact that the press bothers to want to hear what the Republicans are saying about whether it's immigration or anything else right now, we have work to do. We don't have time to play with them and we don't have time to follow Mitch McConnell's rules. 51 votes is all that's needed in the Senate. The Democrats have 50 of those, and then the Vice President Harris has the 51st vote. And to the, any Democrat that's thinking of of joining with the Republicans on this, we will remove your ass from the Senate in the next election in such a profound way. If you don't think that that's true, I will send you a videotape of Senator Perdue, from Georgia, and the great Kelly Leffler, former senator from Georgia, that's where you're ending up, Democrats who aren't with the American people who elected Democrats to run this country. The vast, vast majority of our fellow Americans not only voted for Democrats, they wanted Democrats in the White House, they wanted Democrats in the Senate, and they wanted Democrats in the House of Representatives. And they want the Democrats to run the country. And in fact, they've been wanting Democrats to run the country for practically over 30 years. I'll repeat the statistic again. Only once since George H.W. Bush was elected president in 1988. Only once has a Republican candidate for president won the popular vote, meaning won the majority of the votes of the American people. And that was in 2004 with W. And that was by only 150,000 votes. One state, Ohio, that's it. Got by skin of his teeth. This is why they're so worried. This is why they need the voter suppression and the gerrymandering and all this other stuff and all these new laws are trying to pass because they know the American people no longer want them, no longer believe in them. The American people no longer believe in the things they believe in. Well, do they believe in anything anymore? Because at the Republican convention last summer, they decided not to have a platform. They were not going to write up a piece of paper to say what they were running on and what they believed in. No platform, Trump declared, no platform. We're not going to run on anything. The American people believe by a large margin in all the things that the Democrats believe in. Look at any poll. The majority of Americans, you've heard me say this. I'll say it again. I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. The majority of Americans believe women should be paid the same as men. The majority of Americans believe the climate crisis is real. The majority of Americans believe the minimum wage should not be $7.25 an hour. The majority of Americans believe we should have a government-sponsored, government-backed health care system. The majority of Americans, I mean, just go down the list. They want gun control. They want just, they take the Democratic position, the American people, and then they vote for Democrats, and yet it's just a 50-50 Senate. The Republicans know their goose is cooked. They're done. They're over. Put a fork in them. The American people don't want them running the show. They don't want them passing bills or holding up bills. They want them to go away. The Republicans know this, and they don't want to go away. Okay, so don't go away. Stay there. But remember, you don't have the votes. We have 51 votes in the Senate. So get out of the way. Because we need these things passed right now. We need these immigration bills passed. We need HR1, we're gonna do an episode on this. This important bill that got passed here a week or two ago to protect our elections, to protect our democracy, to stop every nasty thing that Trump and the Republicans tried to do to overthrow this country. It passed the House, it's gotta pass the Senate. No, it doesn't need 60 votes. The majority of votes, when you have 100 people in the room, the majority is called 50 plus one or 51. If you can't add that, 51, and we have 51 between the Senate and the Vice President. That's it. I'm sick and tired of this. I know you're sick and tired of it. And we're gonna we're gonna work on this on this podcast. We're gonna work to get rid of the filibuster. We're gonna work to get HR1 passed. We are the majority. And they are trying to stop the will of the people in our Senate. And that means they have to be stopped. And that means the Democrats have to have the courage to do it. And Joe Biden, I know he loves the U.S. Senate. He was there for, you know, a hundred and some years. it you know. But this is not what the filibuster originally was supposed to do. And if they want to go back to the old filibuster, the one I grew up with, I don't have a problem with that. What that means is is the filibuster allows someone who's in the minority and in the opposition, so in this case it would be a Republican, a senator can stand up and and start talking and hold the floor for as long as he or she can hold it. And when they can no longer hold it, whether they got to go to the bathroom, they're hungry, they're tired, you know, whatever that whatever it is uh, sometimes they used to just keel over and then the vote could be held and the majority rule. The majority gets to have their say. That's the way it should be. So if yes, let them keep the filibuster, but the rule has to be the old rule that it was meant to, where yes, one senator can hold the floor. Somebody who feels passionately about something, they're trying to get the American people to wait. Don't, don't pass this bill. Don't pass this bill. There, Okay, you got the microphone. Keep it for as long as you can. Most of the time, after a few hours, or certainly a day, but there are examples in our history where the filibuster would last for a month. Okay, that sucks. But I'm telling you, after a month, they can't keep it going. They are human beings. This has to stop. This has to stop. I'm not going to tolerate this anymore, and I'm all set for priming any Democrat who is trying to block The Democratic Senate, House, and White House that the American people just elected from doing the job that we have sent them to Washington to do. And we will talk on future episodes here of what we're going to do a year from this November, November of 2022, to remove even more Republicans from the United States Senate, to remove them from the House of Representatives we will do everything and anything we can in the meantime to stop these laws from being passed in state by state to create voter suppression to stop black and brown people from voting that is exactly what this is about it's racism it's white supremacy and we have to we have to do this my friends i know you're with me on this <laughs> it's not good enough just to get rid of half the republicans Sorry. As far as I'm concerned, they all got to go. I should say I need to calm down about this, but I'm not going to get calm about it. And I don't want you to get calm about it either. So why don't we just uh, take a break here and uh, let me take a minute to thank our wonderful underwriter for this episode of Rumble. And that underwriter is Signal Wire. They're the video communication technology that I've talked about before. It's designed by some brilliant software developers who just happen to be from Michigan. I'm just saying, you know, just... But seriously, folks, if you work on a remote team like many of us are doing, you know that it is a struggle to keep everybody connected and focused and productive or to build any kind of decent culture online when you only see your team, you know, during the formal, scheduled awkward video meetings. You, everybody knows what I'm talking about. Well, SignalWire is different. SignalWire features always available video rooms and it enables quick, informal, unscheduled interactions when you need to feel connected to your workmates. That's what a lot of teams, whether you know they're at work or school or they're part of an organization, that's what they're losing while working remotely and what SignalWire can help them get back, can help you that feeling of connectedness and camaraderie with your team. Signal Wire has superior audio and video quality. It's, it just feels like a more natural and engaging experience, making it a great tool for TV and movie people, doing remote production work, and it's great for live events. I just saw that the American Cancer Society actually beat their fundraising goal recently by 10% with an event. Hosted on SignalWire. So I was really happy when these good folks from Owasso, Michigan. Reached out to support Rumble. And I hope you can check them out. So go to SignalWire.com. Signal, just like it's spelled. Signal Wire, All one word. SignalWire.com. And use the code moore That's my name. M-O-O-R-E. For a free 30-day trial of SignalWire. Okay, you got that? Support them. They're supporting this episode. SignalWire.com. And remember to use the code MORE, M O O R E, SignalWire.com. Thank you for supporting me and supporting this podcast. I do want to thank President Biden. I know, you know, a lot of us on the left and progressive people, whatever, critical, rightly so, many things that we need, we need to stay on him, we need to stay on these Democrats. They won't always necessarily do the right thing without the pressure from the public, we, the public. So we have to do that. It's necessary. Uh, On some level, I think they expect it. In fact, they're going to be shocked if we all go silent. So that's the worst thing to do. But I think I think something's happening here. You know, I've mentioned that I've just, my observation, and you know me, I'm a, you know, I can be pretty critical of the powers that be and how they've made life so miserable for so many millions of people, not just in this country, but around the world. It seems like I've spent most of my adult life fighting that, fighting these people whether they're Republicans or Democrats or, you know, the corporate elites, Wall Street, the list is long. What they've gotten away with is murder, literally murder. And I know for a lot of people, it feels like sometimes, what's the use? We never win. But we can't really say that right now. And it's not that, well, we didn't win because Bernie didn't make it through the primaries or... You know, um, we didn't get the minimum wage increase as part of this bill. No, we lo- of course, we will always lose. Isn't that a given? But we're losing less right now. And we're getting more. In an upcoming podcast, I want to talk about this with some people because this is really, this conversation is taking place right now about what is really going on with Biden. Because when he was running, he talked a very kind of of middle-of-the-road, sometimes conservative, Democratic line. And in these first um, weeks, weeks, that's all it's been, of his presidency, it's been one progressive or mostly progressive action after another. What do we do with that? Now, I know a number of my friends and and uh, people who share my values and share my politics, they don't want to acknowledge anything good is going on. I understand that. Um, but to ignore it when it is happening, to not embrace what happened in Georgia, that's a mistake. And, you know, we're never going to convince people to to get with us and fight for these things if it just looks like, all we are are people who lose over and over and over again. There's some winning going on right now. And there are people that should be celebrating, should have a happier look on their face. I know it's hard because there's so much bad that's going on and the fact that we're in the middle of this pandemic still. But my friends, theres I'd rather sort of take this by the horns. You know what I mean? Take take the good that has happened. What happened in Georgia? What happened when we got rid of Trump? What happened by you know with getting this bill passed? And let's go for it. Like okay, I didn't want to I didn't want to jump in that car, not my favorite car. But that was the car that was ahead, and it was it was getting us most of what we wanted to get right now. I want people to live. That's my first priority. That's yours too, right? We want to get through this pandemic. He said he'd put 100 million shots in people's arms by the end of his first 100 days. I don't even think we're at 60 days yet. And he's way beyond that, way beyond 100 million shots. We're going to get everybody vaccinated. He said that. He said that, that May 1 now, you should be able to have your appointment made by May 1 and sometime in May. Get vaccinated. Some states are already lowering the age. It's It's been lowered to 55, 45. Some states, it's, it's all ages right now. I think Mississippi and Alaska. Good. Let's get as many people vaccinated as quickly as possible. That's the best insurance against these new mutations, these variants, as they call them. This guy, man, you know, He's made this a priority, and he's kicking the kind of ass that we need kicked to get this done. So this is a good thing. That less people are going to die is a good thing. Well, Mike, we we killed half as many people as we thought we were going to kill by summer. (laughs) No, that's not a good thing. Half is not good. Half is bad. All, all should live. Let's get it as close to all as we can. So stay with me here on Rumble in the coming weeks, and let's get the job done that needs to get done. Let's, let's wall off these Republicans. They have no right to have any say about anything. I mean, okay, they're elected, so they'll have their say. But they tried to overthrow this country. And I'll never forget that. And you shouldn't either. And we should be working right now on who we're going to get elected, not just to the U S Senate next year, but in all our local elections, state legislatures, state senates, all of that. I am fully committed to this and I need to feel that you are too. I think you are. I hear from you. Thank you for writing to me. Thank you for the voicemails that you leave on this podcast page. And I don't want to have the argument about Biden as to whether he's progressive enough right now. I want to try to grab as many good things as we can right now. And then we'll deal with things later. But for right now, when he invited Bernie to the Rose Garden last week, when they had their little little victory lap that they took after the, the bill passed and was signed, I thought that was very cool. And he gave him a shout out. And he thanked Bernie for helping. Helping guide the way because there's so much in that bill that if we keep doing what's in that bill, and if we make it permanent, the social policies that many of us support, this is what possibly is going to lead us having health care for all. This is what's going to lead to all children being out of poverty. We can look forward to better days if we're willing to join together to do this. And we may have to make allies with people that are not necessarily us, We'll never take our eyes off the ball of the things that we know have to happen to make this a decent country and to have us as Americans participate as decent people on this planet. I happen to think we're on our way there. That's not Pollyanna talking. That's not some kind of false hope or optimism. I have none of that in me. But I'm for for trying to make sure that as many of our fellow Americans get to live to see the summer and the fall, and Republicans are taking every opportunity they can to stop that from happening. What political party has as their message, we're trying to kill as many Americans as possible and think that they're going to stay in office. We don't want a one-party country. Something will rise up. And it'll be maybe more than one other party to try to meet the needs of as many Americans as possible. But this thing that we've got now, done. And we have to fight to make sure that it's done. It's over. They are not to control the U.S. Senate. The American people have spoken. And I've spoken. Thank you for listening. Happy St. Patrick's Day. This is Rumble, and I'm a recovering Catholic. I'm Michael Moore. Let's take care of these children.